Hey, it's the girl K did come back out to you one more time. Thank you for coming for our second part of our podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first part. I feel like now we're just kind of getting into the groove of the podcasting thing. This is our third season, and it's just it's an enjoy it's an enjoyment to really have this podcast. Um, I'm able to share people's stories, learn about different people, meet different people, and also be able to give out resources to people who really need it. Um, there's a lot of resources in New York City compared to even other states. And a lot of times people don't even know about those resources because, I don't know, it's just somebody's just, people are gatekeeping the information. But I'm here not to gatekeep. I'm here to give you the information, give you the tea, as they say, about um, different things out there. But you can help you and your family. So I hope the information can help you. I hope the resource packet down below will be able to help you also to be able to keep your family from going into shelter. And if you're already in shelter, help your family get out of shelter and help you after shelter. So sit back and relax and enjoy the next next couple of minutes of conversation. Thank you. And also, almost forgot, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The link tree will be down below. Bye. It's important to have a support system. You know what I'm saying? Whether you have, you know, me, I have my mom and my six siblings. Oh, that's a and lot. My husband. So like, yeah, so they all will all will help me come through. You know, if I needed someone to talk to or I needed them to pick up my son for a weekend, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just too much. You know, so at least everyone did come through for me and help me out. But definitely having a support system makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? And even if you have just that one one friend that's always there for you to help you with anything, you know, even if you need like, you know, a glass of milk, you know, anything, just, you know what I'm saying? Simple things like that, you know? So thank God I did have a big support system. And my husband was very supportive because there were times that we were just like, we just want to, you just want to go. They want to give up, leave the shelter. And you know what? Let's just sleep in the car because we don't have to deal with no trouble, no people. And, you know, they were always asking for documents every week. And, you know, Oh my like, God. It's so annoying. You know, we were, we were like, Change the last week, I promise you. Not even every month, every like they want. Come on. Yeah. Every week it was like, oh, can I get um your income? I'm like, I just gave you the last week. My income didn't change. <laughs> I just gave you my pay stub. Like, why can't I it didn't be come over overnight? I promise you, it didn't happen. You would have saw it's it. Not, yeah, exactly. I be here. Like, for real. <laughs> like it was, it was a lot though. You know, it was definitely stressful. You know, but I'm happy that you know we got through it. You know, and. We just kept going and, you know, we're like, you know what? We know that we're going to make it, you know, we're going to get out of this storm. The sun's going to come out. There's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we're going to make it happen. And we did, you know, and this was actually my second time being in the shelter. Oh, really? As an adult. Because the first time I was pregnant with my son, I was four months pregnant with my son and I was there for a couple months. So, you know, when you're pregnant, they put you in a a woman shelter with other just just females and other females some of them were pregnant but they put you in like well i was in like a i was like in the three bedroom apartment so it was just like the kitchen the bathroom and then three rooms and then every female had their own room and some were pregnant some weren't and i got what happened they they kicked me out actually because of curfew because i went there real late and they had kicked me out at that that time I was just like, I'm done. I don't care. I'm leaving. I, I was like, I'm done. At that time, I was about to graduate with my bachelor's degree from Rutgers, Newark. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do a fair hearing. I'm, I'm leaving. And I just left. I didn't go back after that. And then until, you know, 
until January 2020. That's when I went back with my son and my husband. But, you know, but we got through it. <laughs> it's a couple of things. A lot of times people who have been in the shelter, sometimes a lot of times, well, from the numbers that I remember exactly, a lot of people are repeat offenders. They do go back um, second and third and fourth time. I hope that does not happen to you. I hope it doesn't happen to me. No, please, not, I'm going to make sure it don't happen again. Uh-uh, I'm going to make sure. As long as I'm make sure my rent is paid, even if I can't pay my credit cards, but as long as my rent paid, I'm going to make right. sure that's paid first because I'm not going back. I can't. I can't. That was a, that was traumatizing. That was a headache. That was just a nightmare living in it. And also, to be honest, I feel like the caseworkers, they really didn't help. Like, I had to do everything on my own. Like, do my own research, my own res- yeah. find my own resources. Um, You know, I would look into, I would call 311 to get information because, to be honest, it's like, you know, they're like, here, you need a voucher, but you need this and that, and if you don't have the other, then you don't get it. Right. And then it's like, oh, if you make too much, then we can't help you. So, I was doing everything on my own. They just really did. in the middle, yeah. Yeah, and like, it, to me, I sometimes I just feel like the system is just created to make you fail because it just because we were making a little bit more money, we should have still been able to get a voucher and get help. And then, you know, usually a case circle will give you a list of apartments. They wasn't doing that. They like, to me, I just like, felt like do I bet they you don't. The shelters. They yeah. really don't. They don't. They want you to drive down your own. And it's like, but that is your job. You're supposed to help me find a place to get out of here. You know, and to be honest, the caseworkers I had in the Brooklyn shelter, they didn't help me. It was just do this yourself. Do this, do that. And I'm like, okay, but they really weren't growing help. And then some of them had attitudes. You could tell that they didn't like their job, you know. And it was like, you know, why are you giving me attitude? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm already at the lowest of the barrel like why are you trying to make me feel lower you know like that's another thing i know it's like they don't know how to speak to the residents that live in the shelter like they always have an attitude and sound a little disrespectful you know and it's like right. why you gotta do all that for you could be in my situation too next week you don't know you know what i'm saying like sometimes i felt like sometimes they felt like they were better than us you know and you can't talk down to people like that just because you know we don't have a place at the moment, you know, but that's all temporary, you know, it's not forever, you know, but I did notice a lot of the workers, the way they would talk to people, their tone, they were nasty, they they were very disrespectful, and I'm like, like, listen, if you don't like your job, you can find another job if you don't really want to be here and deal with us. <laughs> like, that's true. It's a lot of different things. I'm not taking up for the people who work there. Some people just don't like their job. I think it's a different category of people. Some people have been there all their life, and this is all they know. They're not moving from nowhere. And those people, they yeah. suck. I'm just saying, you guys suck. If you're listening, you suck. Yeah, it's true. It's truly true. They need to I, learn how to talk to people and work with us. It's other people who do it because they need the money, but it's still not enough. because they and the, and the problem is also with nonprofits and shelters and just things like in that sector. They don't get paid as much money as they should for the work that they're actually doing. Because you can imagine a, a one person working with 20, 30 families, depending on how build, big the building it is. Because some mm-hmm. buildings are smaller than some, some are um, larger, especially with everything happening right now. What, and the, sometimes one caseworker is doing two caseworkers work, which is not fair. If you're going to do that, pay yeah. them for what they're worth. Another thing is, they're paying them so low for some of these people. Because I've talked to a caseworker, she's been on um, the podcast before, mm-hmm. and she was in the shelter. She's in a caseworker in her build in her shelter, helping people there do their job, and she's not even getting paid for oh, that to help oh, her out. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. That means you're not paying people enough to even survive in New York City. Exactly. And people in there just not get paid in general if they they just 
it's just so much. Some people just need to leave. Some people just yeah. don't need to be in anything with customer service. Just mm -hmm. typing, typing at home. That's your job. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Anything with people is considered customer service work because you have to be with the public and talk like that. You don't. You don't need to know how to act and treat people. But the problem is also people are not getting paid what they deserve and what they're worth. And especially nowadays with uh, bread is expensive. Eggs are expensive. Eggs is eight dollars. Like you need rent, to be like, able to pay for that. Rent is like three thousand. Like you need three exactly. jobs. A box. Like, it's sad. Like it's sad. Like the way things are in New York. Like it wasn't like this back in the day. And now it's like you gotta gotta hustle. You gotta have a side hustle. You definitely you have, have to have, have five side hustle. hustle. Yeah, you do. You really do. You got, <laughs> you got a hustle. catering business. I know some people they have catering business. They cook from home and they selling food. They right. they selling jewelry. Oh, they even uh making like little mugs and putting nice stickers on. Like, listen, yeah. a lot of people have different side hustles, and and you have to because in New York, it's just. Everything keeps going up. Everything keeps going up, it's going like up, going York, up. Though. I think if we live in our bubble, we think it's only New York. It's every, it could be Oklahoma. They stuff is expensive too. Rent is going oh, yeah? up. And the minimum wage for those states is not even that high compared to New York. I think mm -hmm. New York and some other states is like $15, you yeah, know? It's 15 now, and yeah. We need to be 25 at this point. If yeah, our eggs are costing true. $8, we need to be $25 an hour. It's already, true. That $15 already gone with that one egg with that $8. Yeah. Let's do the math. Like, it's true. Like, the milk, everything. Yeah, it is. For something else, what if your kid want a piece of gum or a piece of candy, some chips? Chips, back in my day. <laughs> they were 25 cents. <laughs> now chips is costing 75 cents to a dollar for a bag with more yes. people. Yes. The yes. audacity. And then you open a bag of chips and it's only like five chips. <laughs> well, I, I do taste the goodness. It's done. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? So, it's something needs to change. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. To go down. And I know it's not saying like you know, there's a lot of different things. There's war over here happening. There's people don't think that COVID's over, but it's still happening. But it's not as yeah. big and upscale and out there in the news. There's definitely. probably a lot of things happening, but they don't put it on the news as much as before. You know, kind of thing. There's a lot of things with the thing, but we have to. People have to pay the people what they're worth or don't have them on staff that's not bad the people need jobs mm -hmm. but pay them what they're worth they cannot survive yeah, exactly. so we need to pay what people what they're worth what i want to take away from this also is that ashley has a job Two yeah, i'm a family we'll have a job and they still yeah. can afford it do you see it as a problem yeah. like exactly not, and she had a bachelor's degree it's not yeah. Like, oh, yeah she dropped out of high school had five kids living on the system no, she had yeah. job education. She's still struggling. What does that tell you? When you're a child, they tell you to dream. Go to college. But back in the day, it was like, just get an associate degree. You're good to go. You know, you can you can do yeah, all these things. Now they're like, right, yeah. you, need, you need a doctorate in zoology <laughs> just to survive. Like, and you're still struggling. It's true. And I really do not want to go back to school. And that's why, like, we started the business because I, I'm sorry, like, to do research papers and homework and exam. And I, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I can't. I'm, I don't, I, I, just, I won't be able to deal with that. I really would not be able to deal with that. I can't. I do not want to go back to school and get more loans, have more debt. No, I'm, I can't. This business got to come through. It has to. <laughs> My 20000 is still not forgiving it for nobody. So I need to um not go back right now. Well, I don't plan to go back anyway. I got my bachelor's. I'm good to go. I don't want no more. I'm not even using the degree. 
well, technically, if, I want to school for theater arts if you don't, if y'all care. But oh, so I guess I might be using the degree because I'm talking and I'm always <laughs> in front of cameras or something like that. So maybe I'm using my degree, but really, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's just it's 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 a lot, and some people and out here do don't have no degree also... and they're making a lot of money. So yeah, it's true, and I feel like with this generation and now to be honest you don't even need to really go to college you can learn anything on youtube you could just right. do your own research and learn anything you know for example i didn't know how to um change a flat tire i just youtube and that's how i learned you know why it taught me like you know right. now now in this generation you can learn anything you want you just gotta know how to use the internet and other resources you know what i'm saying and i was gonna tell you um also now i don't know if you heard um the new thing now they're about to start bringing um fake chicken to the grocery stores right. i'm about to i'm about to go vegan <laughs> like <laughs> i never thought I about the fake food in general so about to. right it's, that's just crazy i'm about to go back to jamaica just for a quick second just get some chicken if i need to get yeah, for chicken. real right go get some jerk chicken <laughs> <laughs> they always fresh down there for real like oh my gosh it's crazy the world we live in <laughs> it is it's just it's a lot and it I'm is. not going to come on here and say, guys, don't go to school. Don't do it. Some countries, they do like more of like intern slash school. So they kind of start a little bit in high school. It's a lot of some high schools here, like example, my old high school, they had like nursing program when you was in high school. So you got like a little thing when you after you left. Some high schools in certain countries do that. And then when they have college, they have more experience hands on. So it's not like book, 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 book is experience slash learning. But I think for certain people, that's much better because people learn different ways. But also... For certain jobs, you don't really need, I think. But if you want to be a doctor and lawyer, you have to go out there yeah, baby, and go to definitely, school. Definitely, yeah. The, yep. big, the big dog, like, you know, stuff. <laughs> go to the, learn the law. You need to learn different things for your state. Because usually laws for each state, because each state has different laws. You need to learn those things. If you want to be a doctor, I don't want you cutting me open if you don't know what's connected yeah. to what. You need <laughs> to go to school for that, you know. Yeah, but if you just want to be something simple, example, probably a mechanic. I'm not saying you should, I don't think they, I think it's more of like a trade mechanic. Yeah, trade. Go as long and maybe do more hands-on and probably go a little bit on YouTube University and learn some stuff. Like, I feel like certain things shouldn't be as strenuous because I don't see the point of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying my whole college experience was like a dub. Um, I, I honestly didn't learn much in there. I was, <laughs> I feel like I did all that in high school anyway. And I only did it, mind you, a year in high school of it. Most people had four years of it compared to, compared to me. But, oh, um, wow. So I did it in college. I, I have a bachelor's degree and not using it, but I made a lot of, not say friendship, acquaintanceships and I made I experiences. I could say, I feel like I went into debt for experience and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, we went out the country, we traveled. I was, oh, wow. in, I was in choir. So I could say I had experience of it all. So if I feel like I didn't have those experiences, I'll be like, mm, maybe not. And I only did a year and a half and I finished the rest of it in um, Queensboro, which is in Queens. And mm -hmm. I did my first two years of school was free. So imagine if I did oh, all four years in the university. I would have been done. I would have been debt debt, but not yeah. in small debt. So it works out. But I'm just saying, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say, oh my God, don't go to school. If yeah. that's what you want to do to learn more about your what you want to do, do it. Do what's best for you. But just don't go in too much debt for it because you see people not get forgiven right now for what they got. Yeah, exactly. So um I'm, I'm, I'm for school if you want to, and it works for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna push school down your throat either. That's not what I'm here for. But I want I want to ask you a little bit more about your shelter experience, like how it was in the shelter and what things might. Can you tell me about the caseworkers? Tell me more about the residents and your experience, and also tell me 
what kind of voucher, if you got a voucher in the shelter or not? So because of our income, they didn't give us the city FEBS voucher. They didn't give it to us. Um, at that time, um, what happened, she said that if we wanted help with the security deposit, she was going to have to do an inspection of the apartment that I got approved from. And I'm like, listen, I don't have time for that. <laughs> like, because I think she was going to do an appointment. She was saying, oh, I could be available in two weeks. It don't work like that. They already told me, when can I move in? I don't have time for that. So I just said, you know what? I don't need it. I already saved up my money. I, we have the security. We have the first month rent. So we're good. Like, I don't need none of your help. Like, I just felt like it shouldn't be like, I didn't know that they had to do an inspection before you take the apartment. Like, to me, that's just more time consuming. I don't have time for that. Yeah. But you don't know, like, my whole thing is, it was a brand new building, a luxury building, brand new, like, nothing is old, everything's fine. So right. like, compared to where we was at, you know, it was a lot of mice <laughs> and dirty, like, trust me, we were going to a better situation. You know, I don't understand. I really didn't understand why she had to do an inspection before I get the apartment, before I move in. And I was just like, you know what, miss, just forget it because I'm leaving on December 31st. I'm leaving out that door. I'm not coming back and I'm moving in. So I don't need none of your your vouchers or your help. And that was the, that was my situation. Like everything was, if I was trying to get any kind of help, it was, oh, you don't qualify. You don't qualify for this because your, your job and how many hours. And it was just, it's just a headache. Everything yeah, was this, that, time. and it's just at the end of the day, like I, I don't understand why they even do like an income thing with a voucher. Like everyone should be able to get a voucher no matter what, especially when you're working, because that shows that you can pay the rent. Right. But with them, I don't know. The system is backwards. I think it's more about the money they say, and if everybody got a voucher, they would probably be more broken than we are. But I think mm-hmm. they should have like an income, especially for certain states, like. I say New York, Chicago, LA, bigger places like those, I think should have, it shouldn't be to a, like example, 50,000 is probably not, it's not enough for New York City. For one person, they, 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 they making it. They just, they, you know, it's like everything's expensive. I think they need to put it properly for the income for that particular city and then give out vouchers based on that. But I think mm-hmm. they don't want people to take advantage of it. Cause some, that's, that's a problem sometimes. We might think like, oh, it's these hard, these things are so harsh. And the reason why they're harsh most of the time, they start out kind of, you know, good as a pilot. Most programs start out as a pilot program to see how yeah. it's gonna work. People come in because some people people don't understand. Good people, there's bad people. Mm-hmm. And bad people always make things change for the good people for doing the right thing. They yeah. come in and they scam things. They lie about things. They put it in. Yeah. That's why when they say when you do a um food stamp thing or um for nitro or all these public assistance kind of things. If we find out that you lying about it, we'll give you a final put you in jail. Because it was somebody out there, I promise you. It was Aunt Shirley out there saying, I'm not working, but she has five jobs and a house in Barbados and one in Long Island. So you have to think about that. Like, I hate it too because I don't qualify for a lot of things and I don't make that much money. So I feel like that, you know, that should be up. But also, the reason did it because some people are honestly not taking jobs because they're like, oh, I can't get these things. So sometimes I'm not going to lie to you. I had to say no to certain jobs depending on if, if I didn't have childcare, so that's one thing because it's too early, or if they didn't pay me enough. If I think I'm gonna get more money from the system than my job, I'm taking the system over a job. Because yeah. before I was making fifteen dollars an hour, they said, and I mind you I was working twenty hours a week. Fifteen dollars an hour, twenty fifteen dollars an hour, twenty hours a week. And they said I was almost making too much or too much for that. And I have it's two of us. 
Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. They're going to cut off my daughter for school. Mm-hmm. Who's going to go low? Rep part not going to get paid. So it's like, you got to think about it. I think also like that for certain things. It's like everything I feel like has a, a zone and lane to go in. So if you're making, I think if you're making $20 an hour, 21, I think that's more sense to take, get off the system and do that. Because that makes more yeah. sense to me. And if you have kids and probably you have to also childcare, how much is childcare and how, if you can afford it, even on $21 an hour? Because that's honestly, when you think about childcare nowadays, six, that's seven, eight hundred dollars you yeah. understand the system anyway until you got a job with 25 or 30 dollars an hour just even like it sounds so crazy i think people think that oh people say the system because it's fun it's not <laughs> it's, it's not, not. It's, never not. it's never enough <laughs> and it's, it's it's weird it's the whole it's a whole thing i feel like it's a lot of intersections of everything and it's just it's a weird ordeal but um i'm surprised you couldn't get soda because usually people with higher income could get soda and move in and yeah, I don't like that's another thing because they did tell me about that one too. And then but everything it was always it was always an issue, something with my income where I don't qualify because it is that. And I was just like, you know what, just forget it. I'm done with the vouchers. I'm just gonna save my money and go. And that's what we did, because it was just too much. And that lady told me, Oh, I need to do an inspection before you move. Miss, I don't have time for that. Like by the leave. time you go do an inspection, yeah, like they're gonna tell me. Oh, you can't move in. I'm no, I was not gonna let nobody stand in my way mess that up for me. Nope. That's why I don't understand, especially with how we did everything in the past couple of years. Why half of these inspections? They they do inspections because they want certain things in the apartment. Like if you have a child with um they want window guards, if you have a stove, they do certain inspections. Like it it seemed like Yeah, like they want to make sure smoke detect. But why is it not on Zoom? Like I don't understand. Like yeah, exactly. You can't zoom. If I press, press the smoke detector and it beeps off, that means it's working. If you start yeah. from the beginning of the apartment, like save the address so they know that you're at the right place, you're not lying. Start from the beginning, and I can walk you through the house on a camera, on a phone, which most people have phones now. Babies have phones nowadays. So it's yeah. like, I feel like we make things so much harder for ourselves for no reason. And it, because of that, instead of cutting through the red tape, people are in shelters longer than they need to be. People yeah. are in shelters right now and they can't leave even though they have the apartment because of inspections can you believe that see you're lucky because you could afford to pay for the things by yourself but there's a yeah. lot of people in the shelter right now sitting down because they can't pay for the four months rent or the, the i mean not four months but they usually do like um a security a, right? a, a security and they do like three months rent. it's called one shot deal oh yeah yeah people have to stay in there because they want to get these all these benefits because they can't yeah, afford it they, so yeah, it's good to, to get a kind of a kickstart into it so you're lucky that you had the opportunity but some people are in there like literally have to wait for inspection wait for city feps and city feps is a whole bunch of paperwork now i heard it's like more computerized a little bit and it's a lot it's, it's, it it's is really it's, a it's a long process and a lot of documents and i think i did tell the caseworker oh i have pictures of the apartment and she was like no that's not good enough i was just like well you know what <laughs> i'm <Right>. out bye <laughs> this is gonna be good enough i'm gonna be moving sorry you gonna have to bed for somebody else yeah exactly like i was like no nothing can get in my way not even you i, I got to go it's time to go thank you for coming to the end of our podcast Thank you for being a part of our family. Thank you for just sharing our information out to other people. If you have any comments or concerns, or if you need help for yourself or your family or somebody out there, please contact us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of our platforms that we'll get back to you. Or you could just email us, to be honest. It might be simpler. 
and I'll be one of the people who will be contacting you back with information. So hope this podcast was enjoyable and we'll see you next week with the last and final part of the podcast. Bye.